Yeah, it's, it's been a turbulent couple of weeks and months, I think, to be honest. Um, where we planned on being this year and kind of where we ended up coming to the end of the season are, are polar, polar opposites, really. Um, so I think in the end, we were glad to get over the line. If we look back towards the end of the season, we, we were kind of clear of it and we were dragged back in and we kind of tried to drag ourselves back out. But I suppose we were never really safe, um, per se, mathematically. So just just to get over there in the end was, was a huge relief more than anything. Well, there was joy at the, mo- at the time of it, but... Realistically, it was it was relief that we didn't kind of worst case scenario didn't didn't occur. At, at one stage, you were comfortably in mid table. I suppose you you'd every right to be looking up as well as down at that stage. Yeah, I think that there was a pivotal moment in the, the middle of the season. We played rough back to back, and we kind of said at the time, if we win those games, we'd be looking up, and and if we lost them, we would be looking down. So I think that that was the turning point for us. And after that, we never really managed to to claw away. There was always mathematical danger, and with the league so tight, I think if you look at it from where we finished to fourth, there was ten points in the finish. So it was always very tight, and teams were beating each other week in, week out. So there was big changes. Six points meant nothing. So that was two losses, other teams wins, and you and you were back down there. So we were never in a comfortable position. Um, so it was kind of a fight for the last couple of months. Whilst it was exciting, obviously for the neutral to watch, it was obviously in every time. And as the last game became nearer and nearer, obviously the pressure grew. Yeah, the, the pressure the pressure was there for everyone to see from the outset. I suppose our, our job internally was to keep the guys calm. We have a lot of young guys, and, and we really tried to protect them from the pressure outside. And, and just it's another game of rugby, it's 15 minutes every 15, and just try to separate the match from the occasion itself because we had big crowds, and there was big kind of build up around the town to the game. Crowds kind of last couple of games went, went through the roof. But but I say for the guys, the younger guys coming through their first, second year, senior, we just we want to protect them and just let them know it's just another game. And, and look, if worst comes to worst, there was no one going to die. So just go out and play the rugby, and that's when we play our best rugby when when we're playing pressure free. So we were just trying to make sure the guys didn't feel that huge pressure. And we had a leadership group in fairness who took a lot of that slack on their own shoulders, um, and, and tried to protect the young fellas and, and have regular conversations with them, regular check-ins to make sure they were feeling okay with the games. Yeah, you had a lot of young fellas. It's predominantly a young team, but you didn't forget the older generation either. In particular, one man. Who could forget? Who could forget Aidan McCarthy, a, a stalwart? Um, I think it's a funny story how, how Aidan got back involved with us. I'll, I'll let you tell him that himself. But, I mean, we saw on the day he, he was phenomenal out there. He was probably mad at a match, even though he played maybe a quarter of the game. A key turnover at the end under the sticks. Some huge impact in, in the collision areas, which, which we knew a man of his size was going to bring. But... We couldn't have wrote a better script, to be honest, for the way it is, and, and it grabbed people's attention, having Mahaffey back, who played in the promotion game 25 years ago. So we were so glad to have him, and, and for the youngsters, it really drove them on. It gave them an extra 20% energy to see Mahaffey come back and, and kind of put a shoulder to the wheel and a shoulder what the club meant to everybody. So at the tender age of 47, Aidan McCarthy came back into the Middleton Colours last weekend for the key showdown against Richmond. Tell us that story, Aidan. How, how did the comeback come about? Yeah, just as Stuart mentioned, kind of, I got bluffed into it really, I suppose, by him. They, they needed a player back from suspension, so they needed to field a team against UCC. I think it was a plate game, they told me it was. Probably a nothing game, but anyway, I said I'd go for a run. I didn't realise it was an actual audition for, the, for what was to come. So I did my part that day, and a week later they were calling again. So I wasn't going to sit in the sideline if I had something to contribute. I was going to get out there and, and add, add to the cause in some way, John, you know. What was it like to be back, Aidan? Am I right in saying six years since you played last? Yeah, I believe six years. Um, yeah, sure, look, I was glad, as I said, to get back. And I love rugby. Uh, probably at the time when I retired, it was the right time. But 
it never is an easy thing to do as Stuart will probably understand as he goes along now so yeah look it was great to get back out there and as Stuart said the young lads great team just said you know it's it's hard the margins are so fine as you said between top of the table and bottom of the table if it was a promotion playoff the pressure is the same as a relegation playoff it's just obviously either ends of the table so yeah it was great to get it over the line and I enjoyed it out there yeah but I won't be hopefully I won't be called back again <laughs> Well, it must have rolled back the years for you. 25 years ago, I remember the buzz around the town when you were eyeing up AIL status for the first time and the excitement and the crowds here. It was a throwback to that last Saturday almost. Oh, definitely. In the last couple of games, as Stuart mentioned there, the crowds that came out, you know, mirrored 25 years ago when the whole town got behind our promotional prospects, you know. And sport is like that. If you're winning or if you're in trouble, people will support you. And that's what helps teams as well. So I suppose it's conscious that the, the whole town's remind you know as a reminder of that for next season to try and support as often as they can, you know, throughout the whole year. Obviously, there's been lots of ups and downs in the past 25 years, but it is a fair achievement to go a quarter of a century in the top flight in the face of competition and challenges that have been there. Yeah, like there's a lot of ups and downs in, in life and sport and it takes a massive amount of effort for volunteers in every club around the country and we have them here in Middleton in abundance thank God keeps the whole thing running in the background to get out there on the pitches and you you know that's the cream you know you get to play on the day but there's so many people in the background never mention never get to see and that's what makes the clubs you know as you know from the running clubs and stuff it's phenomenal the volunteers that go in you know super Stuart, obviously it was all hands to the pump last week. It wasn't straightforward against Richmond. I know you won by 12 points in the end, but a yellow card kind of threw things out a bit for a while. Yeah, um, I think we, we it's, it's been kind of a, a real imprint of our game this season where, where we're going ahead early in games uh, and then behind a panic button hits. A uh, yellow card put us down to 14 men for 10 minutes and, and to be fair to Richmond, it took full advantage. At 17 all, I'd have to applaud the, the squad to really put it to bed after that. It would have been easy in the face of that pressure in such a big game to feel that the game was slipping away from us. Um, but I think that we won the next couple of key moments, which, which was always the message to the guys to, to win key moments and forget about what has gone before and look to what's next. Um, and I think the scoreline probably flattered us in the end, to be honest. Um, Richmond put up a fair fight. They came back in, but, but the game plan was that the next score and that we'll keep going to the 8 minute no matter what. Let, let's keep pushing on. Stuart, you're playing at out half, so you're literally calling the shots on the field, but off the field as well. What's it like to be player coach? It's a tough, it's a tough balancing act, John. To be honest, um, and I think when, when you're down the bottom of the table, everything comes under a microscope. So you start questioning a lot of things from a player perspective and from a coaching perspective. I think last year we we kind of coasted through the air mid table, um, and and it's a bit easier then. But I think this year, and with so many good players pushing through as well, so it, it was tough from that perspective. To, to have the conversation with other coaches, who plays, who doesn't play, and doing the trainings during the week. So, yeah, it, it's tough. Um, but I think you've you got to get the trust of the players, first of all, and get that balance right between giving enough as a coach, but also making sure when you do play that you you do you put your effort in and you give enough to the team that you, you still are kind of worth your position in there. To be honest, it can't be taken for granted in, in any side of things. There's probably more pressure as a player as a, when you're coaching to, to really put in the best you can because... So you owe it to the guys when you're in there to do your best. Aidan, a huge sigh of relief, obviously. It must have been a relaxing week, a great week again, savouring something special. Yeah, super. Um, there were great celebrations on Saturday evening and a day or two after maybe as well. Great for the young fellas because they know, you know, Midland maintained their AIL status and that's what the club is striving for and the young fellas now have a senior club to come into, hopefully, going forward and Stu and the boys will have built on that and they'll come in. 
Younger lads will come and they'll want to stay in the club, you know. That's what it's about, yeah. Yeah, you've seen it all and done it all before, and obviously, but just in relation to the younger lads, lads how difficult now is it to retain players? Obviously, the temptation is for travel and, and other distractions as well, as well as possible transfers. What does the club have to do now during the, the summer months to make sure they have a strong squad for the new season? Yeah, I suppose the first aim is achieved anyway to remain senior, you know, and that's, that's a big card for the young lads. Um, there are many attractions out there, I suppose, like you said, travel and things, and every club is suffering from people that are travelling. You can't fault a young lad that wants to travel the world. But um, I suppose you just want to try and build an environment that they want to be a part of. Successful, obviously, is, is a, big, a big aim, and have that environment around the place that people want to be included, you know. We all travel around the country and, and I suppose take notice of sports grounds at various parts, corners of the country, whatever. We drive in here to Towns Park, really impressive facility. It's a huge boost to the club to have quality here. Yeah, it's a super facility. I mean, right in the town, within walking distance from schools and everything. So very, you know, very practical for people that want to come up anytime. Um, the young family actually originally donated the field to the club and just hopefully Pierce is feeling well at the moment. He's under pressure, I think, at the moment. So that's a good, a good point to mention. Um, super facility yeah super last Saturday finally for you Aidan I know you've, you've enjoyed great days but it'll be always recalled I'm sure because of the, the set of circumstances yeah great look I, as I said when the call went out I wasn't going to say no if I felt I was up to adding any bit to it John and got over the line what part I played in is probably minimal but that, that's irrelevant glad to get the job done He's been very, very modest, obviously, as Stuart, and he's made a fantastic contribution to, to Middleton Rugby Club, and, and that's what you want, real stalwarts, real club people. Club are lucky to have them on and off the field here. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I suppose how this all began is, is we were looking for um, a key figure within the club or a guy who's been there, done it for years. So we actually asked Mahaf to come in about three weeks ago now to give the guys a, a bit of a talk and a bit of a G up and, and let them know what the club means to him and, and what we've been through the last 25 years and, and for the guys to see this is a guy who's been at the coal face for, for years within the club. Um, and he was kind of, one of his parting sentences was, lads, I'd love to be out on the pitch with you. I'd give anything to be out there. So after that, I, I kind of went up to him half and I said, look, be careful what you wish for now. Um, and, and that came to pass. I, I told him he put it out to the universe that he wanted to be out there to give us a hand. And sure enough, two and a half weeks later, he was out there with us with the boots on. So I think that was uh, the universe really answering my half's prayers to come out and give us a hand. Well, it's a great story and a really happy ending. The voices there of Aidan McCarthy and Stuart Lee, the player coach at Middleton Rugby Club. John Cashman, Cox Sports Sunday, Towns Park, Middleton.